to another episode of What the Tech Am I Doing? We have another great episode today. This one is focused on nutrition, mindset, self-love, loving others, um, body movement, coming from a lifestyle transformation coach that really focuses on helping people live their best and most fulfilling lives. So I hope you guys enjoy it and let us know what you think. Welcome back to another episode of What the Tech Am I Doing? Today we have London Souza. So I'm really excited for this guest. She's going to be able to talk about to us about self-love, positive self-talk, health in terms of physical and nutritional. And she's a um, life coach and is able to talk more about the um, side of that and how it can impact and make everyone's uh, life a little better. So London, if you want to introduce yourself, kind of give your background, what you do, how you started, how you got to the position you are. Thank you. Thanks for that introduction. Um, yeah, my name is London Souza. I'm a life coach. I call it lifestyle transformation coach. Um, and I help women get their mind right, their body tight and love their life. And yeah, I'm just a recovering more is more doing everything woman on this planet, realizing that when we come back to kind of our center and using fitness as a tool, but not like a means to an end um, in terms of, yeah, how much we love our bodies and just kind of do what sets our soul on fire. And so, um, yeah, I love what I do and I'm just super happy to be here to kind of talk about it and, and, and share this message with other women listening. Awesome. I love that. And we're going to dive into a few things, but you do have a prominent podcast as well and social media. So do you want to tell them how they can find your stuff? So if they hear any topics, they know where to dive in to get a little more information on them. Yeah. I love that you asked that first. I always ask that that I always ask that at the end of my podcast, but I might steal that from you because it's nice because if you're listening and you have like an aha moment you want to tweet out mm-hmm. or put on social media, I like it. Okay, so at Life Like London, Life Like L U N D E N is my social media. My podcast is Self Love and Sweat the podcast. You can find that on everywhere you listen to podcasts. And yeah, so hopefully we have some yeah, postable moments here while you're listening. You can tweet us and let us know uh, what's speaking to you on this episode today. Nice, thanks. And so how did you get to where you are? Have you always done this? Have you always been interested in it? Um, or was this a journey for you to to get into the place? I think we're always learning, but I wonder, did it start at a certain point for you? Yeah, no, totally. I mean, we're, we all have our, you know, our journey and my, mine started, you know, I was always active as a kid, played a lot of sports, uh, did a lot of that, was super active, then went to college and just wasn't and just, um, yeah, kind of experienced, I think, what a lot of people um, do. And just, yeah, kind of was at a point where I just wanted to feel more energized and basically like reduce stress from school. And I just started running. And then I had a mentor when it came to working out, started working out, just started feeling better, started eating better. And just kind of like one little habit led to another that just led to me feeling really, really good, really being able to uh, focus and um, just get a lot done and not feel like I was maxed out. Um, But that was a long journey to be said. So um, it wasn't (laughs) overnight to, you know, like I said, at the beginning, I always, you know, thought that and believed that, you know, more workouts, more rigid workout routines, like more 
borders up to like all the things to make sure you're getting good sleep and more Tupperwares, planning all of your meals and all of that was like the answer to, um, you know, my happiness when really it was just like control. And I was just like maxed out in one area, you know? And so that's why now I have my mind, body, love formula that I use with all of my clients and the clients I coach with because yeah, body is part of it, fitness and recovery. Um, you know, but there's also the mindset component and love for self and others. And I always just say it's kind of like a top spinning. And you know, when you're just leaning over to one side for too long, it's like, you have to kind of, you know, figure out different areas to focus on that will really help, you know, contribute to that overall. And so, um, yeah, like I said, I just, I felt like I was trying to do all the things, everything and nothing. And I just want to help more women, you know, go from crazy busy to crazy happy, which is really where I, I was, you know, busy college student. Then I, I moved abroad to Austria. I lived there for uh, six years, um, was just, yeah, kind of doing all the things, you know, living a really uh, amazing life, but just, you know, go, go, go all the time, traveling all over. And, um, it works until it doesn't. It's just kind of like a diet, you know, sometimes eating less, exercising more, trying to like treat, like there's just certain things that like work until they don't. And so I just love working with women and even myself too, you know, to figure out the tools that work for us to, you know, help us, you know, wake up every day knowing like, Hey, I'm doing my best. I'm putting my best foot forward. I don't really know like what exactly is going to happen, but I believe in my ability to like figure things out and use the tools that I have and keep crushing it. And, um, yeah, fitness is one of my favorite tools. I love it because it transcends into so many other areas of our life, which we could totally talk about. And I know we'll expand on, but, um, <laughs> it's just one of them, you know, and I just was really mm -hmm. fitness heavy for so long. And I really made that like my, um, measure and my bar that I set for myself of, you know, physical performance was important. And so, um, yeah. And so it's just been a fun and beautiful journey that was like started, like I said, when I was 17 and, um, that was in college and, you know, now I'm 32 and I just look back at all of it and I'm like, yeah, you know, you know, everything happens for a reason. And, um, you know, all of these experiences and awesome, you know, uh, personal tests that we have in our lives and challenges, um, we can always help others. And I feel like that's kind of that, that purpose that makes it like, okay, that happened, but it's like all good because there's somebody else out there where I can just kind of make sure that they're, when, when they're in the point that I was, you know, I'm like, Hey, like I've done it, you know, and I love, you know, I love seeking coaches and I love that visual of, you know, pulling someone up and then also being pulled up yourself and being coachable and coaching. And, um, yeah. It's just, it's just been great. I love it. I love that mindset, especially when you learn something and to be like, you know what? I learned it. I, now I can help someone else who is in that situation. I think that's kind of what we try and do with our podcast as well. It's I've slowly started to realize where, you know, you'll look back at it even a year behind and you'll be like, Oh, like if only I knew what I knew now. And it, that happens every year. I feel like in every few months, even and so, if, you know, you're able to help someone else realize those things earlier than you even did, then they can come to a better state even, even earlier and then help someone else. So I really love that. That's kind of your mindset. And I think you also touched on your mind, body, love equation. And mm -hmm. I think it is so important how you touched on the balance of that, because I think so often we focus so much on one thing or and one area of our, on our, of our lives, whether that's like being physical or work or, you know, one aspect when, if you, 
you know, go about it in a balanced way, they, they'll all work together better and you'll probably Mm -hmm. come out better for it, you know? Yeah, totally. It's just a more like well-rounded perspective, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I say to, and I recently posted this quote on social media, um, (laughs) but like, stop looking down at the scale and start looking up at possibilities and the rest will follow. And it's like, when you're waking up every day, comparing yourself to a number, a size, it's like, go out and like, you know, wake up and have a morning routine and focus Mm -hmm. on, you know, kind of, you know, getting your body moving and just a lot of things there, or, you know, there's just so much, um, you know, other stuff that you can focus on loving, you know, on others and your, you know, bigger, like there's just so many, um, and I, and I break it down in so many different ways for the people that I work with just based on their interests and based on, you know, what do you like to do? What do you want to try? What have you mm-hmm. always wanted to do? What things, you know, whatever. And then it's like, then you come back and you're like, oh yeah, two weeks later, like, let me weigh myself and let me kind of check in. Oh yeah, I'm looking good today. You know, I was with a couple people that I train a few times a week and she's like, yeah, my friends told me like, I'm just like, you know, I feel like super good. It's like, yeah, because you were just coming, showing up. We were dancing, doing circuit training, <laughs> talking about life, talking about dating, talking about fun stuff, just like whatever, just showing up to have a good time and the rest will follow, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, with the mind, body, love formula, it's just, you know, to, to really break it down, the M is mindset. Okay. So that is like, our morning routines, our habits, our routines, our limiting beliefs, our self-talk, what we tell ourselves, what we say about ourselves, what we say about others, like so many things there, right? Um, you know, a lot of people come to me saying like, oh, I'm so busy. I'm just like trying to do all the things. I feel like I'm a chicken with my head cut off. I'm just frustrated. I, um, you know, I'm stressed out to the absolute max, you know? And so, when you're yeah working through a lot of that stuff, it's a matter of like even transforming a lot of that self-talk to say like, no, I'm not busy. This is full in abundance. Like I get to move my body because, you know, this is my soul's, you know, physical manifestation to do what sets my soul on fire. And like a fit body in any form, a strong body in any form is going to like, you know, crush it, you know, moving forward. And so having just a mindset shift there for a lot of people is like the main thing, but like nobody comes for mindset work. Like nobody's like, Hey, London, can you come fix my mindset? They're like, Hey, <laughs> Hey, I have a muffin top or like, I want to lose weight or can you get rid of this or what's exercises for strong, you know? So fitness is a huge part of it. It totally, totally is. But, um, you know, that's one of the main things when people come to me, they're like, Oh, that was the major part. Like I'm mm-hmm. now I could stick to any workout routine because <laughs> like I can just crush anything. Like I know yes. the formulas and the systems and the habits. And, you know, I have a different perspective of motivation that like, I can just, you know, I hear it time and time again, and I just love it. So um, mindset there is a huge key component. And then body, uh, B, body, uh, I always say, uh, you know, the workout and the recovery. So it's not just about how many times you're working out, but like how many foam rolling, se- foam rolling sessions are you having? Are you doing like, you know, an Epsom salt bath or stretching, maybe some yoga, like maybe getting a massage, just like what is your restorative practice there and making that an intentional part of your workout routine. Huge, huge major one. Because like, I just have done so many, <laughs> so many things to my body where I'm like, London, you're like you're lucky you're walking right now because I would like do things like I would hurt my back. One time I hurt my back and then I didn't even train. And I decided like two weeks after getting cleared from a doctor's no, not maybe not two weeks, maybe like four weeks, even worse. It uh, doesn't even matter. Both are the same. I uh, ran a half marathon <laughs> and hurt my knee. Oh my um, I just like did so many things to, you know, and just like didn't recover. And just like, that's just so important. In fact, I'm like, if you haven't worked out before, like 
yeah, commit to five days a week, but have like two to three days as a workout and like two to three days as like a recovery, stretching, Mm -hmm. mobility, flexibility workout, like stuff that's going to get your muscles and body like that foundational work and that uh, recovery that's going to allow your body to even build that solid foundation and, you know, uh, prevent injury and improve performance like ahead of time. And so both of that is so important working out and, um, the recovery process there. Um, and then love, I put for self and others and in self, of course, it's like self-love practices, you know, of, you know, accepting who you are, where you are in this moment with what you know, and having your experiences be teachers instead of like things that haunt you, you know, and it's hard and we're working through that all the time. Um, but also love for self, like, you know, the DIY stuff, that's fun. You having the spa nights and love nights on yourself and physical body too. Uh, but I also put food in there because I love to put our nutrition in that category and not really make what it makes you look like, but what it makes you feel like. And yeah, feeling could be like fun and having a great time with your friends. And it can be, you know, like all those experiences too, but we also want to focus on what it makes us feel like in terms of like, Hey, are we feeling good? Are we feeling energized? Are we feeling focused? We have mental clarity. Are we like not moody and all over the place and other things that unbalanced diets and processed foods and all those crappy things can totally (laughs) contribute to. And so, um, so yeah, so I put that in the love category, uh, there, um, and then, sorry, I don't know if I lost my train of thought there, but I put the, the, uh, I put the, that there. And then in the other category, it's love for self and then love for others. So love for others is, you know, like, what are you doing to, you know, make another person's day feel good to help somebody else move forward to somebody else have a better day to have somebody else, you know, have more faith and, you know, more hope and just like, keep on keeping on, you know, this last year has been hard, you know, 2021 didn't just like magically take away, like whatever went happened the last year, you know, it's a new year. It's a fresh start. It's a new beginning. It feels good. It feels fresh. At least it does for me and a lot of people that I work with and I love it. Um, but it doesn't like, yeah, negate a lot of that. So we have to keep, you know, showing up and and doing our thing. And it's, um, yeah, it's just been a magical, you know, process to keep showing up and doing that there. So, um, I feel like I keep, uh, yeah, going, drifting off and like having an excitement there. So keep me back on track. Where are we? (laughs) No, you're doing, you're talking about the mind body love equation. You're doing great answering it. I feel like there's well, so many things you can go into, have, which is why it's kind of hard for you to steer the conversation because you're like, I can talk about this and this and there's, <laughs> you can tell you're so passionate about trying to give people knowledge to try and like better them. So that's yeah. Awesome. And it's exciting <laughs> because, well, it's exciting because there's so many different things to look at and so many different mm-hmm. avenues to focus on that. Like, if you don't feel like focusing on working out at this moment, we can focus on something yeah. different. And so a lot of those three key areas is really what I build my coaching on my, my group coaching programs. And also like my VIP one-on-one coaching programs. I really, um, stick to this model a lot. And I like, and make this very apparent to my clients. I'm like, okay, this is what this is. Let's fill it in for you. So like when we say limiting beliefs or working out or recovery stuff, what are we going to do? Like, let's fill it in. Let's put the meat on the bones there. So then they can see, okay, like what seems like fastest now? Okay. Right now I can do this, this, then this. Okay, cool. Let's focus on that. Okay. Next I'd like to try, you know, this, or this might work for this time of year, whatever might, you know, be the case. (laughs) And so we really can, yeah, cherry pick, like, you know, first of all, the stuff that'll give us that quick win and that motivation and that fire, but then also like the Mm -hmm. tough stuff and the hard stuff that's really Mm going to make it all come together and kind of, you know, feel like you're, yeah, you you have the tool set to 
master whatever yeah. is coming your way that day. I agree. Because even if your main focus, which sometimes that's what gets people drawn in the first place is maybe body or aesthetic or something like that. But if you don't have the mindset and the self-love for yourself and for others, you might not be as maintainable or as fulfilling. But yeah, you um, can't, like mm-hmm. you can't fix the like a lot of people try to fix a lot of things by working on the outside. And it's like, sometimes it's just a matter of like a lot of other things and all of it coming all together, you know, and that consistency and the habits and showing up for that over time um, versus thinking that one thing's going to fix all of it. Yep. I found myself actually, and I think slowly I'm, you know, getting there and the more I'm learning and following people like you and learning from other people who, and I think there's a movement now, especially with women that's headed in that direction but it hasn't always been like that like I was an athlete in college so up through maybe 21 when I graduated it had always been like train hard you know it's for a sport it's for something and then I graduated and it was like I guess I don't have to train hard for I don't have anything to train for but then I was like I want to be look a certain way or whatever it may be and it wasn't even until maybe this past year that I've even maybe in the past few months that I've started to be like, okay, I'm like my goals for the past few months have been eat to fuel your body. And I think you touched on that. And it's like, eat to every day. I'm like, eat to fuel your body. Don't pay attention to all these other things like losing weight or stuff. It was more like, how's this food going to make me feel? And I have some like, um, in college had an autoimmune disease with, uh, digestion. So, and I've noticed just changing my mindset and how I eat has pretty much cleared that up. Um, I have more energy. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. cause even when you eat those foods where you're like, no, it's going to make me feel good in the moment. It feels good for like five minutes and then I feel so sick. Um, cause I would like mm-hmm. eat so much of it. And then now it's like, oh yeah, like I don't restrict myself from anything. I have a treat if I'm craving something, if I'm out with people, if I'm maybe not out with people now, but um, family, whatever it may be, but I eat it. And then for the most part, I'm eating stuff to fuel my body. And it it wasn't, it's been a a month or two or so. And genuinely like doing that and trying to be more connected with my mindset and just loving whatever comes in the day, as long as I'm Mm -hmm. being healthy and, you know, purposeful. And I was kind of, I stopped looking at the scale and I actually, um, maybe like two weeks ago was like, should I, should I see, should I see? And I like hopped on and I was kind of nervous because I was like, you know, don't, don't add anything to it. Like, don't, it's just out of curiosity. Don't put any mind if it's high or low. And I'm like 10 pounds down. Like I am the weight I entered college in. And I'm like, I, when I stopped trying, like, so it was kind of crazy. Exactly. Just kind of let go a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. and let your body relax, you know, to your yeah. point, you know, working on your gut health and all of that kind of stuff and focusing on nutrition and getting mm-hmm. your body in a state of not being, you know, like a lot of, you know, nutrition itself. It's just like, there's so many foods out there that are just so disruptive to our bodies and things like yeah. that. And as soon as we get rid of them, it's just like, Oh, it just like fell off. Well, yeah, I wanted to be, <laughs> it was trying to get rid of it. You just kept putting more in. It was like, couldn't get it out fast enough. So now yeah. it's kind of like, Oh, it's out. You know, it's like that. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I feel like it's like that satisfying feeling when you get like the last part out of the toothpaste. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I got it. Yeah, but it is. And it's, you know, switching out of that process stuff that you're talking about and um, switching. Like, I used to be like, I have to work out. And I think 
these are all things that you're already preaching, which I love, which is, I think I work out less now, or at least I think I do, but I probably move more instead of mm, laying around all day and being like, okay, I have to go to the gym. Now I walk, you know, we'll get up for a walk and do stuff. And by the end of the day, I've walked a ton. I've walked like a ton of miles or a ton of steps or however you track it. Um, and then I'm like, oh, like, do I want to get a workout in? Do I want to do like a little dance or a little abs or am I set for the day? And it's like, oh, I feel like I'm working out less. I'm Mm-hmm. trying less and I'm having more and feel better. So um, I really love that you're talking about this. Maybe we can dive in a little deeper to each of them. Um, maybe cool. starting with um, however, wh- whatever order makes the most sense to you. Cause I want to touch on all of them. I think. Um, okay. Do you want to talk about workouts since you were just talking now? I mean, it doesn't matter. Let's we can do, do it. Order. Let's we do, have let's, do a brief- let's talk about workouts. <laughs> So to your point, like, I love that you said like, yeah, sometimes I'm just like not working out per se of like my workout, but I'm moving more. So there's this neat versus eat. Uh, Have you ever heard of this before? Neat versus eat? Okay. So we have, you know, our non-exercise activity thermogenesis, our neat. Uh, Eat has nothing (laughs) to do with food, by the way. So which is like walking, gardening, me talking with my hands, getting up and going to the bathroom, like all the stuff that's like getting us moving on a regular basis. Um, but it's not like our exercise. And then we have eat, which is exercise activity thermogenesis. And that's like our time spent working out, but neat the non-exercise activity thermogenesis is responsible for like 80% of our metabolism. So like you can't work out for 30 minutes and then sit on your butt forever and then think that you're just like you worked out, like checkmate, like that's not how it works. So you have to keep moving and keep your body, you know, that's how you stay energized. You know, have you ever like got up and moved and like got some fresh air and like did some arm circles and like gave yourself a little like, you know, and got like, you know, that energy really going into your, your body there. So you have, um, you know, both options there and they're both really, really, important. So you have to, you know, really find that good balance for you. So, and then to your point, the way that you described, um, your workout routine is awesome. I love it. You're like, I really feel in tune with my body. I know what I want to do. Um, and then it's sometimes we have goals where we're like, okay, I want to get stronger or I want to train for something. So then it requires something more of a plan, something that you can track progression and that you can do that. So that's always an option too. Um, but I just, always want to bust, especially in the workout mentality, but overall to like starting over, like you don't just have to start Mm -hmm. over. So it's like, okay, it's cool. If you have a period where you're just like walking more and moving more and maybe training like twice a week or once a week or three times a week or whatever. And then you go up and you're like, yeah, now I'm up to my four, you know, five, sometimes even like, you know, it depends on your fitness level, but I train like, you know, five to six days a week. So Mm -hmm. it just depends on like how you are and what your, what your goals are and kind of what you're working on. Um, I, myself, I do a lot of the programs that I do. So I have a bunch of women going through my eight week strong at home for women program, which is a progressive strength training workout plan. So like right now I'm on a plan and doing that, but for the most part, um, my workout plan looks like yours. So I'm like, whatever Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like I walk a lot. Do I want to dance? Do I want to yoga? Do I want to like, whatever I want to do? I just love to move. So I'll just like consistently move on a regular basis. And I have my workout time set in the morning from like 20 minutes to an hour. just depends on what Mm -hmm. season I am in my life and whatever. So I just love to teach people that. And like, to be honest, now I do have some, and then like, it's so different now with the, with the times. And I did make some online workout programs, of course, um, my strong at home for women program, my mind, body, love six week starter kit program. Um, but to be honest, when I'm coaching my clients, especially one-on-one, 
I'm like, go to your local, you know, like there's a lot of places that you could train and like invest in, you know, shop local, invest local and go to the, you know, studio gyms by your house, get in community. Cause I work with a lot of people online. So even mm -hmm. when it came to fitness, it was just like, Hey, what do you want to try? Is there something in your area that you want to like get good at? Do you want to try rock climbing? Do you want to go to a spin class? <laughs> so that was part of um, that too, or that is part of it too, is, you know, finding what works for you, trying new things, and then balancing that out with the recovery because the physical, the physical body definitely does need a break. And it's important to mention too, um, that the magic doesn't happen when you're working out. It's in that recovery, when you're sleeping, when you're, you know, getting your food in and all that reparation process is where like the, you know, for lack of better terms, like the booty gets lifted and like all the tongue <laughs> wrestle and things, you know, kind of happen there. So we cannot continue to break down our muscle fibers mm -hmm. over, 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 and then not let them like have a break and expect, you know, um, results there. So that's mm -hmm. some components there too. And especially neat versus eat is a very important thing because I'm happy you got your workout in, but not if you sat on your butt the rest of the day. Yeah. I think that's really important. Um, so I like the neat versus the, I hadn't heard of that one before. And then no, do you want to dive in? It's, um, it's, <laughs> it's <a> real. <laughs> yeah. It's a real thing. Um, and then do you want to talk, if we can talk about the mindset of it all? Cause I think moving is such a good tool to, obviously it's good to move, you know, you get the energy you talked about, but then there's this, there is a thing that happens in your body and it also helps with clarity and mindset and all these things. So I think that'd be a, a nice segue there. Yeah. You know, I think that maybe the hardest thing and the best thing that I've ever had to grasp when it comes to mindset is like, just when it comes, just as much as you have to show up for the repetitions when it comes to, um, you know, workouts and all of that to get the results is the same thing with mindset. So our mindset doesn't just like shift and change overnight. It's really like one thought by thought, one limiting belief by limiting belief and really choosing every day to show up differently and to kind of reframe that thought. And I'll give you an example. So it's like, I'm so busy. I'm like so busy. I can have no time to do anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, the people that are so busy are the same people that are saying like that, everybody's taking their time all the time, you know? And so I'm like, how can you reframe that? You know, how can you change this narrative to kind of make things, you know, just, yeah, just going in the direction of the life that you say that you want to live. Like, let's talk like yeah. it, you know, you want it, let's talk like it, you know? And so that's really, you know, and it's hard because then you have to like be real with yourself and be like, oh crap, am I the one that's like <laughs> self-sabotaging myself that I keep saying mm -hmm. that like, you know, nobody wants to, you know, do this or like, I, you know, I can, I can never lose weight or I'm lazy or mm. I just can never eat healthy. I don't like health. Like, food. like there's just so many yeah. things that we tell ourselves that just all become this, like, you know, part of, you know, who we are there, which is like no problem. It's just like, if you don't like your life, then you have to change some of that stuff. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, I don't, you know? And so mm -hmm. it's just, um, it's one thought at a time, you know, really being open to new ways of thinking, new ways of doing things, new habits and routines. Yeah. Um, you know, the mindset too, of like the compounding effects over time, you can't have results and things overnight and seeing how that impacts a lot of different areas of your mm -hmm. life. Um, and showing up daily to the workouts, you know, to your morning routines, to your habits, to these like, you know, opportunities to really kind of be in an upgrade space there, because that's a really like, you know, that's really where 
it goes down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> people think it goes down in the DMs. It goes down between your ears. Like this is where it's, you know, it's there's all a lot happening. happening. You know, we can like create a whole situation that didn't even happen. And I've oh done it, yep. you know, where you're like, what? And your whole body feels it. And you're just like, it's just, we really have to understand. And I, I, like I said, people don't come for mindset work, but they definitely mm -hmm. get it. And it's, it's super important that we just understand a little bit, like the way that our thoughts are shaping our reality, the way that our words, you know, can really change our world. And, um, if we don't like a problem in our lives, we have to change it. Like we have to stop pointing our fingers at other people to fix that. And like, even to just, you know, mindset of just fear of success fear of failure, you know, fear of what other people think, fear of, you know, starting small and like, you know, needing to start everything from scratch, workout wise, anything wise, you know, I work with a lot of people who are starting businesses too. It's like a lot of mindset stuff there, you know? And when you're in a state of, you know, I love Dr. Joe Dispenza and he says, um, he says, when you're in a state of gratitude, you're in a state of receivership. So it's like, if you're grumpy, you're not going to get anything cool in your life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you have mm -hmm. to be in gratitude and thankfulness. And so, so we true. spend a lot of time talking about that too, and making daily gratitude lists and showing up and telling yourself how much you love yourself and all these different things there, because we need to be, you know, yeah, it's great if we have physical goals for our body and we want to look good. Like I want to look good. We all want to look good. All those different things, <laughs> but like we got to be thankful along the way. So that way we're receiving all the other little blessings and things and nuggets that are coming into our lives and people and experiences and just whatever mm -hmm. there. So, um, mindset can come packaged in a lot of different ways, but a lot of the times it's just like, what are we thinking about? And what are we saying to ourselves? That's like kind of contradicting where we say we want to be in our lives. <laughs> and yeah. like, we can't see it. You know, that's why I have coaches. We have to help people be objective and like be open to people doing that for us and saying mm -hmm. full permission to call me out, call me in, yeah. tell me like what I need to work on and how I need to, you know, um, improve, you know, and, and of course choosing people and mentors in the areas of which I want yeah. to succeed, not just, yeah, asking strangers, you know, strangers. <laughs> Um, mindset is huge and it's major and it's something that we're always working on. But I feel like once you have the tools there, it's fun to start identifying ways that we're kind of mm -hmm. like, Ooh, yeah, don't think that don't go there. That does, that's not going to happen. That's not the reality. You know, that didn't mm -hmm. happen last time. You know what I mean? And just kind of being there to kind of intercept, uh, a lot of these thoughts and be present yeah. with them. And let's, so what do you, <laughs> yeah. So what do you recommend for someone who is still at that stage where maybe their first reaction for something is negative self-talk or they, their first reaction to something is maybe a negative mindset or um, making excuses. That's like, I've seen some people that that's their first thought mm -hmm. and then maybe they're trying to get out of it. Do you have something that they can tips or something to try and get themselves out of a mindset like that? Yeah. So I always say like, it's so hard because everyone's so different and whatever. And I think the best yeah. way I can answer this question, <laughs> no, but I think it's a great question. Everyone has this, but this is, I, this is the best way I know how, and this is the best, this is my, like, this is the, the what do you call it? Like the roots and the pinnacle of my coaching is really to, to find that why, to say like, yeah. why am I doing this? You know, why mm -hmm. am I 
going, you know, after this particular goal or this particular thing. And when I feel when, when people find that particular why all the excuses, all the, I can't, mm. all the, I can't make it happen, whatever this is getting in the way, they really go away. And so that's why I always work with my clients. Even if they do have physical goals, it's like, okay, well, why do you want to get to this? And it can't be you know, cause I want to be like fit and healthy. And oftentimes I get answers like, Oh, because I want to be able to like live a longer life than my parents for my kids. Or I want to be able to go on a bike ride with my kids and not be super out of breath. Like that, those are the things that I, you know, here. And so those whys are motivating and those whys, you know, like that fire. And I always say, you know, have a why that's worth protecting. Like one that you think about, you're like, no, I need to like get after it. And you know, some people are full of excuses until they realize they're full of excuses and then they have to take one <laughs> excuse at a time and then break it apart. And you know, it's just what it is, you know, yeah. it's like until you kind of realize you're kind of sometimes in your own way and things like that, it just, it's kind of how it goes. But, yeah. um, yeah, great question. Find your why, find your why and, you know, chisel it away, get to really you know, the, the meat and potatoes of why you're going after this particular goal and really time, take time to think about it and feel it and close your eyes and read it. It should be, I always say like short and sweet. You should be able to memorize it. It shouldn't be something that you need to like, you know, I say, you know, write down, you know, journal about your, your best, amazing, you know, great, totally life, like go into as much detail as you want. Um, take your time there, but have your why be something that's short and sweet that you can easily say to yourself yeah. that you can easily recite, you know, especially in times where you're just like, uh, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Cause we, so, I think we so quickly go to the surface level. Why? Like what you're saying is someone's like, I should be healthier. I should, or, you know, want to look this way. And then it's not until you really dig deep down that it's these underlying things that are, I want to, be able to spend time with my kids and have energy to play with them after work or whatever it may be. And then the excuse is not as great against that deep, big why versus it's probably very easily um, held strong against a, a surface level one where you're like, but do I need to look that good? Or, you yeah. know, and it's like, that's not why though. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. To your point, do I need to look that good? That's probably a great inner dialogue of what, <laughs> you know, it's like, mm -hmm. that's true. So it needs to be something that I say like pulls at your heartstrings that like literally is like, okay, I got to get out of bed. You know, yeah. this is really, you know, and it's not, it doesn't mean that it's easy just because it's something that like fires you up does not mean that it's easy. Okay. And, um, when it comes to anything, so I would say, you know, there was that book, I think it's Simon Sinek, start with why such mm -hmm. a great book. I love, I'm obsessed. We, uh, I just, I love that format in terms of like, okay, why are you doing this? What is the purpose? What's the intention kind of behind that there? And so to your point, you know, it's all it starts with the why. And then I feel like a lot of those excuses bit by bit can be just kind of released a little bit. And then yeah. sometimes we have those moments and like, whatever, you know, it happens and not perfect, better next time. That's what we can do exactly. Keep on moving yeah. forward. I've noticed, uh, I think you had touched on it in terms of mentors and who's around you as well and how they play into mindset and building you up. And I think, um, obviously there's the bigger portions, but there's little things you can do throughout your day. So some things that 
I've been doing and making sure like people around me hold me accountable to and I'll you know with certain family members that were like especially my sister so it'll be you know if you find yourself making an excuse it's like okay that's fine but you're you're doing it as a choice you know like um if you have a headache and it's like have you drinking water today it's like well no I'm not thirsty I'm like okay you're making a choice to continue your headache if you're not going to you know drink some more water or do something about it that's fine but until you make a choice to do something else, I am not going to, you know, perpetuate this. Mm -hmm. Or like, um, I was in the car with my sister the other day, and I think she's uh, really putting an effort into not saying like, I am phrases. And I've heard some uh, mental uh, people like talking about how the mental aspect of being like, I am this and how your body can react to it. Yeah, like I am a procrastinator or something yes. like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. And so instead, instead yeah. of being like, I'm tired, it's like, um, I feel like I should do something to get more energy and like trying to spin it. And I think she said something in the car the other day and she was like, oh, like she missed the gas station. She's like, oh, I have such a bad, or, or I, I always forget things. And I like looked at her and she's like, I, I am working on my memory. <laughs> like she like tried to turn around. So whenever she says something negative, she says like two positive things about herself. And so I really like yes. that. Like, okay just try and spin it around and little things that you can do. I love that you share that. Cause that's like such a real life example of what I said, mm -hmm. like thought by thought, word by word, phrase by phrase. Yep. And then having people around you who like can make it fun like that, where they're like, girl, call you out. Like, what did you say? <laughs> You're what? You know? And then yep. just like give you an opportunity to like start afresh and like reframe mm -hmm. that. Like you said, and be there to support and celebrate with each other when we have those wins. Like, cool. We do the same thing in the gym. You know, you did a yeah. squat and a jump squat and you jumped higher here or whatever. You ran a faster mile. We celebrate there. So like yeah. we should normalize like celebrating the wins of our mind too. You know, we're just used to so putting good. them away, not talking about them to anybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So much. I feel like, so it's nice. And I feel like eventually if you continue that and then it just, the positive self-talk becomes a habit. And so hopefully eventually, you know, that your instinct is something positive about yourself instead of something negative. So it's the goal. But yeah. yeah. And I love that you have that friend by your side. <laughs> um, so is there anything else you want to touch about mindset or do you think we should move on? To no, I think we're good. Love? I think we're good. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, like I said, love is I broke it kind of into two legs there for mm -hmm. self and for others. Um, foods in there too, like I mentioned, um, you know, for with women, it's so hard, you know, they are so used to giving, giving, giving love that where it's oftentimes we're in a space of, you know, like I said, gratitude is the best state of, you know, receiving there. We're just going so fast and doing all the things that we never take the time to be thankful and to give ourselves some credit and then like, you know, bring it on, like give me some there. And so um, it's just a reminder that love is super important. And that's always one that I come back to always, 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 because um, we have to take care of ourselves. My dad always said that the four most important words were take care of yourself. And it's the same thing, you know, the phrase of putting your oxygen mask on first before you put it on others. Like you can't, what's another phrase I could butcher? You can't pour from an empty cup. Like there's so many, you know, but they're so real. Like repeat them in your head. Remember them. Those are things that are like so powerful. We have to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves, of our minds, of our bodies. And, um, you know, 
doing more than just like doing what's great for us, you know, making mm-hmm. sure that we're finding an area that we can make an impact and we can find purpose and find, and, and, you know, meaning, and it doesn't happen overnight. Like that's for sure. But <laughs> that quest and learning, like you said, we're always learning, always growing, always just, um, yeah, always asking like, how can I serve more? How can I learn more? You know? And a lot of people look at, like I said, food as, you know, good or bad or like a cheat meal or not. And I'm like, no, it's just a form of like loving on your body and loving on having on having fun and loving, you know, loving on others when you're having a fun food meal, whether it's like good, you know, more calories or not, or healthy or unhealthy or whatever. I'm just really like trying to switch the mood when it comes to food. I think by putting in that love category there, because I just always, you know, like I said, and you know, more is more like, you know, more Tupperwares and kind of putting things all together. And it's like, you know, sometimes in, in this nutrition and food category too, it's like, sometimes it feels better to eat twice in the day. Sometimes it feels good to eat breakfast and sometimes it doesn't. And like, sometimes I want to have, you know, something a little bit sweeter because I, you know, I'm going to get my period and I just feel like that's the time <laughs> I want to make cookies. And that's my favorite, yeah. you know, gluten-free almond flour cookies from Trader Joe's that I'm obsessed with. So I'll throw those in the mix. So it's like that ownership of like, I don't have to be conformed to like a rigid X, Y, or Z of anything. It's just a form of like loving the situation and having a great time with people that I'm with or like loving on myself and giving myself and my body that fuel that I need. And, um, you know, I don't want to be so rigid that it's like, food is, has to be so regimented and it's only, you know, you should only think about it, you know, as, you know, what it makes you look like or things like that. Like we have fun with people when we're surrounding ourselves with food and we're doing it. And I love doing like, um, you know, like potlucks with friends where everyone brings something and we, you know, like friends coming over and cooking and doing all that. Like it's fun. We have a great time. It's a great way to connect. Like there's so many nutritious, amazing foods out there that we can just enjoy and explore and just like, yeah, you know, it's just, it's so awesome. It's super, super awesome. But I just want to make sure that people, yeah, just, just can love into it and lean into it a little bit more in a way that I feel like is sustainable and less rigid and less stressful and like less inflammatory over for like our whole entire systems there. And so (laughs) taking care of ourselves with nutrition, huge one, taking care of ourselves. Like I said, Oh, sorry. Before we, no, you're good. Before we move on from the nutrition part. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if you have any, even like top tips Yeah, because I think especially with young women Mm -hmm. and when you get to a certain point, like I feel like the high level things that we're talking about are very, could be very, not obvious, but uh, more routine Uh versus maybe if you're not at that point yet, you're like, how can I have this relationship with food that you're talking about Uh when it's a negative relationship with food? So do you have any advice to get people to that point or recommendations. I know you had talked about, um, you know, breaking that stigma in terms of like, how does it make me look or how does it make me this? Everybody's journey is so different, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's so, um, it's so, yeah, like I said, it's not a cookie cutter formula or a way or things like that. But what I would say, and I think this is my, really my best answer is I did a really awesome podcast episode with Dr. Dixie Short on this topic of emotional eating. 
Thank and you. she breaks down all the different types of that and what that looks like yeah. and even shares a bunch of stuff on her story. And it is such a powerful conversation. And I feel like she is more qualified and just more amazing to talk on this subject. <laughs> and so when people go to my podcast, uh, it's, I have to look at the title. I'll give it to you so you can put it <laughs> okay. in the show notes there. We can put it in, yeah. But that's such a great episode to really tune into because, yeah, it's hard to say exactly. You know, it's not it's not in a matter of being like, oh, just have like a better relationship with <laughs> things like that, you know. But in terms of, let's say, giving, like you said, some takeaways here in terms of tangible things when it comes to food and um, in your quest and exploration that we all have to have of our healthy relationship and finding what works for us. High fiber foods are awesome. Vegetables are amazing for the gut. Leafy green vegetables, high fiber, high water foods are going to keep you fuller and just really be really expansive, um, you know, in our, in our stomachs to help keep us fuller. And that fiber is awesome for the gut. Awesome for our digestion. Uh, water is awesome for hydration, all of that. Um, making sure we're getting in enough lean protein, but not thinking that we have to like supplement like crazy and have a million protein shakes in order to, you know, um, have enough. I do like to take a protein shake like every so often when I feel like my body needs a little bit more, but food's always first. And so however, you get your protein in your diet, whether, yeah, whatever your, your diet is, is going to be important to keeping you satiated and full and satisfied. And plus protein is really important. It's the building blocks of life. So we need that for a lot of muscle reparation and different things like that. And, um, just, you know, remembering that, our digestion starts with our eyeballs. So like we have to look at our food and smell it. And like we're half the time we're texting and we're like shoving food in our mouths. So I think if we can really take the time to be like present with what we're eating and not try to multitask and do a million things, that's a really valuable, um, you know, tool too, especially when to the topic of emotional eating, sometimes we're just like mindlessly, you know, and just to really try to, um, yeah, tune in there a little bit more as well. So I hope those are maybe like, you know, like you said, like I, feel like Dr. D really goes into detail in that episode and I love it, but I feel like those three tangible tips are mm -hmm. good, you know, to really make sure your That's fiber great. is up, you're chewing, you know, and then to the point of, you know, your digestion starts with your eyes and, um, really focusing on, you know, the food that you're eating and making sure that you're chewing your food, like mixing it with all of your digestive enzymes in your, um, in your saliva and, you know, making sure that you're not just inhaling it and like, you know, shoving it down your, your throat. And then, you know, we go down to our digestion. And sometimes people say like, you know, Oh, I eat a lot of vegetables or I've been eating a lot healthier. And I just feel like super bloated. And I'm like, are you chewing your food? Like chew it 25, 30 times, like get it super, super, you know, liquidy. So that way when it's going into your system, it can really be ready to be absorbed. It's already, you know, been broken down a little mm -hmm. bit, starting with our saliva. We're looking down at our foods. We're being present there with our meal and our body actually responds better too, because it's actually like you're allowing the systems to do the job and not trying to like do something else uh, simultaneously there. So um, I think that that will be valuable for anybody listening for sure. Awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah. I wanted to touch on that before we moved on and I'm glad you have a podcast that they can dive in deeper. Cause I yeah, think, I think that's awesome. one of the biggest things I've seen or kind of been awakened to, I should say is how, when you're surrounded, even in college, uh, my friends and I, even girls on the soccer team, like we didn't realize we had a negative um, relationship with food. And it wasn't until later we'd be like, guys, that wasn't, that wasn't normal. And it's like, no one, until you get past a point, you're like, 
that wasn't normal. I mean, like we would get weighed in and if you gained a pound, like you were, you had to like run sprints. Like, so we developed this super bad relationship, but then everyone had it. So you're like, oh, this is normal. We would crack jokes, such like, you know? And so even I think just talking about it and giving very simple tips, I think allows people to kind of be awakened to it, um, more notice it. And then, you know, obviously do their research on their own to figure out what works best for them. So that's all. Yeah. And just recognizing kind of, yeah, what triggers certain things and it's, uh, it's not easy, you know? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I just feel like I'm committed to doing the hard thing because there's always, there's just like, always like, there's just always better that comes out of it. You just get to see, show you, show you what you're made of. And it's just, Mm -hmm is really powerful. And then the other part of the love section is for others and serving, you know, serving your community, helping other people, figuring out how you can make it about somebody else and not yourself, you know, (laughs) and that's great. You know, we want to take care of ourselves, do our thing, but like we, we need to make sure that we're, um, yeah, giving, serving, helping, you know, asking how we can, you know, help others, like being tuned in to our relationships with other people. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to have a lot of um, people that you're, you know, super close with that you stay in touch with, like a small, but mighty group of people that you're just, you're there for, they're your ride or die, you know, cultivating that active, you know, actively cultivating that if you don't have it, you know, going out and, you know, putting the vibe, you know, like just like going out yeah. and meeting people and figuring out like, Hey, who could I really, you know, trust? And I know sometimes it's hard and different things like that too. But when you find the people in your life, like those are the ones, you know, there too, making sure that you're loving on them and, and making sure that you're there for them. And if that they need you just as much as you rely on them, that that relationship is reciprocated there. And those are fun things to, to think about too. And you can like foster all of them. Like at the same time, it's like, you can go for a walk with your friend yeah. And then you guys can do a DIY thing. To, like, it's not like, <laughs> it's not, all of it doesn't have to be so scary, deep and, you know, all over, you know, serious, if that makes yeah. sense. Like you can have mm-hmm. fun with it and kill two birds with one stone or hit an M and a B and an L all in one, you know, and really get, yeah. um, have fun there too. So with the, um, love section, yeah, like I said, I break it up there for self and for others. We don't want to forget about that. Very, very important. Mm-hmm. And, um, it all just, I, I, when I draw it, I usually do like three circles intersecting. And then in the middle, the part where all three, you know, come together is freedom and just kind of like free to be me, you know, and hope and feeling like, yeah, I love the skin that I'm in and like, I'm committed to the journey, you know, and the only thing that you can control is like right now, you know, the second we try to control the future, it just like stresses us out and it like, hasn't even happened yet, you know? And, um, (laughs) I just really love the way that that feels. And so sometimes it sounds simple. It's like, oh yeah, mind, body, love. But like, yeah, it is simple. It's just like, it takes doing the simple things over time on a consistent basis to get those results and to have those quick wins and those little habits and things that we can just like check, 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 and check in with again and come back to, I forgot about that one. Yep. That one, bring it back in. I totally forgot about that. I do that all the time. I'm like, (laughs) I forgot. I used to always dry body brush or something. Like I always used to, you know, just like little things where you're just like jumping in and, um, having those tools to be able to lean into with whatever kind of feels good in the moment and, um, feels good for your body. Oh, I love that. Cause I, it's so one good for you, but then I feel like when you take the time to stop and, and take time for yourself and then take time for others, it's so, it's so humbling. And I think there's benefit to being humbled in that way. And just being like, I'm just, you know, trying to be here and be happy and live purposefully and, you know, 
I think it having that mindset going about certain things in in life is beneficial for me at least I've noticed yeah yeah totally I mean (laughs) I don't know about you but I don't want to step on a scale and have that be like my measure of yeah (laughs) what was like going on in my in terms of like how I was successful I was in the day or whatever you know it's like there needs to be other things that we're able to focus on and helping others and yeah working on our mindset, morning routines, habits, different stuff, getting more steps in, different goals, you know, here, just to all kind of keep it moving all together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think one of the biggest things I've realized is uh, it really just matters if you're happy and hopefully making a positive impact in the world and everything else is just how do you make that positive impact and how do you stay happy and what, whatever that is, make it work for you but I think you know that's I've come to that realization at least that's where I that's where I'm at and I yeah (laughs) and yeah 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 totally and I work with people a lot who are like feel like they just always don't measure up you know like Mm I I um they'll say you know like I just like I I tried but I feel you know it's like okay well what bar are you trying to match like what who what standard like you can reset your bar you can decide like what is success and what is you know what that looks like and feels like and how you can define that for yourself and and readjust there and have those wins and keep moving forward and so just reminder that we're we're in charge of re adjusting that bar like get out of your comfort zone don't put it so easy you know but like you don't have to like you know we don't need to measure up to anyone else's standards except for the ones that we put for ourselves and make them bold, make them beautiful, make them a little bit scary, but like, you know, don't start, try to reach for all the things all at once. It's a journey. Yeah. It's a yes, journey. I love that. So we are definitely running out of time, but I love it. We talked for so long. I'm blown by. Fun. Yes. Um, so I want to end on in terms of either your biggest learnings through your journeys or helping others or like what you really want the listeners to take out of this, like whatever one or a little bit of both. Yeah. So, so like, biggest learnings for you and for others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Um, biggest learnings. Okay. I would say number one was like a really like a relearning you know, take care of yourself for most important words. So important. My dad always told me that, but that's so important because, you know, when certain things happen, like, you know, 2020 or whatever, like you really have to come back to your balance and your center and take care of yourself. A very good example of putting your oxygen mask on, you know, taking care of yourself before somebody else there. So that's really important. Reminding myself to take care of myself and always continuing to remind myself that and reminding the listeners too. Very important and a big, big learning. Um, the second one is like, you have to be mindful of the people that are around you. Like that's, it should be like your job to cultivate like the best tribe that you can possibly imagine. Like, (laughs) like, like I said, it could be small, but mighty, you know, and Mm -hmm. having the group of people that are really there to like uplift you and they don't have to have the same goals as you always per se. There was a quote quote by uh, Edmund Lee that I heard in a yoga class once. And I usually use it in all the yoga classes I ever teach. (laughs) Uh, It's surround yourself with the doers, the dreamers, the believers and thinkers, but most of all surround yourself with those who see greatness within you, even when you don't see it yourself. So the one that's going to be like, come on, like you're still, you know, like don't give up on yourself and the imposter syndrome and stuff like that comes in. 
and like, you know, or just anything that can happen or when we want to like, you know, sabotage ourselves with our own goals, super important, like pick bomb people around you as, you know, and I, like, I feel like in my, the years too, it's like a variety of different age groups sometimes. Um, you know, it doesn't always have to be, you know, the people that you've known your whole life and all the times it's great. My best friend, I've known her since I was two best person, best mirror, best accountability buddy, best everything ever. But I've met a lot of great people that I've just known for like four or five years that are like bomb humans that I love having in my life, you know? So you don't always have to know someone like forever to really bring a quality person who cares about you into your life. Um, and then the third one is just like, never underestimate the power of moving your body when it comes to like <laughs> impacting your mood and your energy and all of that, like get up and move. Like, I'm pretty sure that's the answer for a lot of things. Like when I'm stressed, <laughs> when I don't know like what to do, if I feel like I'm bored, like whatever, like just get up and move, go for a walk, do some arm circles, whatever. You never moved before, do five jumping jacks. Tomorrow I'll do seven. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just get yeah. up and move your body um, and focus on, yeah, on, I would just say like focus on making sure that that's a priority, like focus on making mm -hmm. that happen. Like put reminders in your phone, put reminders like on your calendar. Like I have alarms that go off on my phone. Sometimes it'll be like, get up, especially when I have a lot of meetings <laughs> or if I know I'm going to be working on something like I was today, like mapping out all the automations for my whole business on this like mind oh mapping gosh. tool. Every 90 minutes I had an alarm go off in my phone, <laughs> get up and take a lap around. I went for a, a run at one point for 15 minutes, just like a quick lap around there. Um, we have to set ourselves up and remind like I, this, I've done this for yeah. my, I've been doing this for like 13 years and I still set reminders in my phone that tell me to move. So sometimes we have to like go back to basics to make sure that yeah. we're just like keeping ourselves That's in check, point. you know, like, mm -hmm. and not giving our power away to someone else as to why we were too busy. No set. We just could, you know, there's different habits and hacks that you just don't know yet. And that's what I get, like to teach people. So I'll leave it at that okay. there. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Cause even 10 seconds, like you said, could be a 10 second jumping jack, could be a 10 minute walk. You don't, even have to shower, change your clothes, you know, it's very implementable. You can, you can make time even in the busiest of days for just something small. So yeah. I love what you brought to this session and I'm so happy you were able to join. And, um, I really think this is going to be beneficial. I hope I I'm glad you brought a lot of implementable knowledge. I think it's one thing to bring knowledge. Um, it's another to bring implementable knowledge and things that people can reflect back on and, and re-listen to or take notes or um, reach out to these resources that you've mentioned or um, your social media, your podcast, whatever it may be, even doing a movement with one of your workouts. So I appreciate it. I hope uh, people reach out and, and find your pages. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out London's page, our pages. We have LinkedIn, YouTube, Spotify, all the major podcasting. We're also on Instagram. That's where we post the most updates for our episodes. London as well. She has her podcast. She has YouTube. She has Instagram. I think she has Twitter as well. So reach out, check her out. I think there's a lot uh, more detail she goes into, but let us know what you think. Keep uh, tagging us and stuff and let us know what you want to hear about next. Thanks again.